0: Now, here is Molly DeVos.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Cat Talk Radio. I'm your host, Molly DeVos. Welcome to another exciting episode. This episode idea actually came from Karen Watlin, who asks me all kinds of thought-provoking questions and shares the antics of her colony with me, and I just love to get her emails, she's very smart, and asks some pretty good questions. And this was a good one. She sent actually a link to a research article from the National Library of Medicine that said, cats don't absorb vitamin D through the skin like we do. And then she sent me another article from New Scientist that said, both cats and dogs secrete oils into their fur that interact with the sunlight to produce vitamin D. Which they ingest when they look off their coat, and she asks me, "So which is it? Do they soak up vitamin D in the sun, or don't they?" And that led me to want to do a podcast, actually, on the role of vitamin D for cats because it's really important. I think that you know this. I did one actually a while back about nutrients that cats needs that cats need, and I talked about nutrients that we can't overdose, like taurine and that kind of thing and those that need to be regulated carefully and vitamin d falls into that latter category so let's let's dive into this topic and by the way you're stuck with just me today sorry Dewey is off driving the grandkids to their parents so it's just me sorry he'll be back soon though so the first question is you know do cats need vitamin d well vitamin D is necessary for any bodies any any being's body to absorb calcium that's that's the main role and calcium as we all know is essential for healthy bones and muscle movement and nervous system function and even immune system functions so it 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 contributes to bone health because it actually manages calcium levels in the body, right? Because it controls the movement of calcium in and out of the bones. It also controls the absorption of calcium from the intestine and the amount of calcium that's excreted by the kidneys. And so in addition to playing a role in bone growth and maintenance, vitamin D is also necessary for the proper functioning of muscles, nerves, and as I said, the immune system, right? So it's really, really important, absolutely important for cats to get it. It also, here's another interesting thing that plays into my recent podcast about feeding senior cats, Vitamin D also plays a role in phosphorus absorption, all right, in the small intestines and kidneys. It helps the kidneys actually to absorb phosphorus. So if you are feeding a senior cat, then it's really, really important that they get the proper vitamin D levels. And we'll talk about proper levels here in a minute. So to answer Karen's question, Unlike humans, cats do not synthesize vitamin D in their skin in response to sunlight. Cats rely on dietary intake to get vitamin D, right? And of course, it's added to pet food. So let's talk about that. How much do they actually need in their diet? Well, let me tell you, there is a lot of conflicting data out there (laughs) On how much cats need of vitamin D. But let's start with what AFCO requires. So, AFCO is the American Association of Feed Control Officers, AFCO, A A F C O. And they're the people that sign off on this is a complete and whole meal, right? They're like the nutritional, you know, I don't know, association for pet foods, not just cats and dogs, but all kinds of feed, right? So they require a minimum of 280 international units, which is usually seen as capital I, capital U, I use, you've seen that in your your vitamin D tablets if you take those, per kilogram of food for feline diets, right? Now these are per kilogram of diet of the food itself, not per kilogram of the body weight of your cat, right? 280 IUs of vitamin D per kilogram of food. Now they also have a maximum that AFCO has. They say the maximum is 30,000 IUs per kilograms for cats. That, that's a big range, a minimum of 280 and a maximum of 30,000. So, interestingly enough, is that marine fish and, of course, fish oils are the richest sources of vitamin D, just like, you know, vitamin E's and omega 3's and that all also fish oils are are known for. And so, that may be why you see so many fish. Meat mixes in cat food. A lot of people say, "Well, you tell you tell us not to feed fish to your cats," and that's true. It's not really a natural diet for cats. And so we go. Well, why do so many manufacturers like Friskies? I don't even know if you can get a pure chicken or pure turkey or pure beef. It's all always mixed with with fish, right? It's it's either chicken, salmon, or you know something, tilapia, and that kind of thing. Well, it may be that they're adding the marine fish and fish oils to the food to help meet those AFCO guidelines for minimum amounts of vitamin D, all right? And, and so, but since that range is so wide, like we said, 280 to 30,000, most pet foods exceed that minimum amount of required vitamin D. And I don't have a pet food can in front of me, shame on me to look to see if it's on the label, but uh, go grab your your canned cat food or your dry food. It's also um it's different for dry food actually, right? For dry food, you're supposed to have a minimum of 500 IU's per per kilogram. Now, kittens and pregnant cats, they need a lot more vitamin D. They need at least 750 Now, there's a lot of other sources that say the maximum amount of vitamin D that a cat should get is 10,000 IUs. So why does AFCO say 30,000 is enough? Well, and let's go to the next question, which is how much is too much? And what happens to your cat if it gets too much vitamin D? So vitamin D is is what we call fat soluble, which means it can't be eliminated you know, through the, the urine. A lot of nutrients, if you give them too much, like the taurine, that's why you can't over taurine a cat. You can't give them too much taurine. I mean, I suppose you could. Somebody's going to email me and go, oh my gosh, there is taurine toxicity. But really, you can't give your cat too much taurine because the more that they the amount that they don't use they're just eliminating it through the urine but nutrients that are fat soluble don't leave the body that way so it's very very important to have the right amount so it is possible for your cat to have vitamin d toxicity if they get too much of it all right so what happens to them if they get too much of it well vitamin d well let's talk about a deficiency first, right? So if you have too little vitamin D, then it can lead to infections and even cancer, immune-related diseases, and chronic inflammation, which is certainly not good, especially in our older cats, right? And it can take as little as 0.1 milligrams of vitamin D per kilogram of body weight to cause vitamin D poisoning in cats. And a two milligram dose of vitamin D per body weight could be fatal. Now, as I dropped my vitamin D tablet on the floor, actually I do these little tiny gel vitamin D, you know, vitamin supplements just over the counter. And I dropped it on the floor this morning, interestingly enough, ironically enough, as I was taking my vitamins and I thought, oh my God, I got to get down there and find that because I wouldn't want Pico to get curious because you know they're little round balls and they're kind of clear and gold and glistening and that's exactly the kind of thing. He would go, what's that? And go over and paw at it and maybe want to taste it. And that's more than two milligrams of vitamin D. And that could actually be fatal if he accidentally ate my vitamin D supplements. So be careful, don't let that happen. And vitamin D toxicity can cause serious problems such as hypercalcemia, which is too much calcium in the blood. So the vitamin D is actually stimulating the bones to release too much calcium. And then it can also cause osteochondrosis, which is inflamed joints, right? because it negatively affects the genes responsible for immune response and inflammation. So especially if we have senior cats, right, that that are having trouble absorbing phosphate, um, you know, we got to be careful that we're not over vitamin Ding them because they've probably got arthritis at some level too, just like me. We reach a certain age and we all get arthritis whether you like it or not. And so we don't want to have that joint inflammation on top of arthritis so how do you know that your cat has vitamin D toxicity well it's it's kind of all the normal symptoms you know you hear me talk to the veterinarian monthly on our on our show and and he says vomiting loss of appetite frequent urination increased thirst excessive drooling and weight loss right and so That could be anything. (laughs) It could absolutely be anything, but it could be vitamin D toxicity, right? It could also be, you know, any number of other serious health conditions like, you know, diabetes and things like that. But of course, if you think your cat might have vitamin D toxicity or if it is experiencing any of those symptoms that I listed, then absolutely take your cat to the vet right away. And they actually can measure Vitamin D in pets, right? It's not, it's not common. They probably, your vets, you know, need to need to think that something might be going on in the vitamin D levels in order to order it, but it's a blood test, right? And you need to know too that one of the most common causes of pet food recalls is an error in the vitamin and mineral mix added to the food. So if, you, if you've if you been feeding a pet food that's been recalled and your pet is experiencing symptoms of vitamin D toxicity, be sure to tell your veterinarian because they might measure those vitamin D levels to, to determine if your cat has a toxic dose of vitamin D. So the other thing is that some rodent sides contain vitamin D. So if you're cat maybe has gotten into your mouse baits or maybe has consumed mice that have eaten rodent poisoning, that could also cause vitamin D toxicity. So make sure you tell your veterinarian at all if if there's anything like that going on, right? And, and again, be real sure that you don't drop your vitamin D on the floor and not find it, right? Or your vitamin D gummies or even any topical creams, right? If you have psoriasis, a lot of those topical creams for psoriasis have a lot of vitamin D in them. And then if your cat licks it off you, that could also be toxic to them. So be careful there. So what happens if they don't have enough vitamin D? Like I said, that hypocalcemia, and also, I don't know if I can say this one, hypophosphatemia, there we go can cause bone disease, right? Because that means they can have too much phosphate in the system. Bone diseases can include things like rickets, which is bone deformities, and osteomalacia, which is softening of the bones. And there may be, a link between low levels of vitamin D and diseases in the intestines and heart and even the kidneys, right? This could be contributing to some of the renal issues we see so commonly in cats. And there also may be a link between low levels of vitamin D and FIV. And that might make sense. You know, I, I it's interesting. I, I didn't research and should have what... Natural cat prey has high levels of vitamin D. And I would assume it's probably not mice because, you know, we see FIV, which is feline immunodeficiency virus. We see that a lot in cats, stray cats that come in that have been living on the streets. Now, a lot of times that's because. They fight with each other and they spread FIV amongst each other when they're biting and, you know, saliva and they're mating and things like that. But I wonder, too, if those low levels of vitamin D being linked to FIV could be because of the diet of cats, community cats, natural prey. I should. I should do some more research into that. If you're interested, shoot me an email and say, yes, Molly, do some more research <laughs> about vitamin D and FIV and I will do that. So, but, you know, at the bottom line is researchers aren't sure. I'm not saying that there are reports out there that have confirmed this, but they have definitely think that there may be links and obviously a lot more work needs to be done, right? Right. And and the other thought too is that, you know, what they're basically doing when they make these links about, well, it could could be this vitamin D could play a role in that, is oftentimes it's it's autopsies postmortem, right? And so they don't really know if the vitamin D actually increases the risk of those diseases, or maybe the diseases themselves led to low levels of vitamin D by reducing how much the body is able to absorb? And we don't really know those answers, but it's something to think about. So what happens if your cat has low vitamin D? Well, There is actually, just like us, when we take vitamin D tablets, your veterinarian may very well prescribe vitamin D to your cat if they have those low blood calcium levels, right? And that's especially found in cats with kidney disease or parathyroid gland diseases, those those kinds of things. A lot of times those diseases will cause low levels of vitamin D and you might need to get a supplement. So if your cat has kidney disease, next time you go in for your annual blood work, you might ask the vet to go ahead and check the vitamin D levels on that because it's not a routine check right? And that prescription uh, calcitriol is a prescription medication that can help maintain blood calcium levels. Now, interestingly enough, there's also a lot of chatter out there about the link between vitamin D and cancer. Can it cause cancer? Can it prevent cancer? A lot of debate back and forth in that. And they have done some research in recent years to that, but the relationship between vitamins D and cancer in pets. Now, of course, they've done that mostly on dogs, but as our veterinarian contributor often tells us, pretty much what happens in a dog's body also would happen in a cat's body. And a lot of times in our human bodies also, right? So contrary to popular belief, research has shown that cats and dogs with sufficient levels of vitamin D tend to have fewer cases of many types of cancer, particularly breast, colon, and rectal cancers. And one study looked at two groups of dogs, those with tumors and those without. And the dogs with tumors had low levels of vitamin D, while the healthy dogs had a sufficient amount of vitamin D. And then there was another study where they had two separate groups of dogs with spleen cancer, and they had low levels of vitamin D, and the healthy group had normal levels of vitamin D. And many other studies that compare the vitamin D of animals with various cancers all all seem to support that hypothesis, that lower levels of vitamin D correspond with a higher risk of cancer. So that's interesting. It's another reason to make sure your cat is getting enough vitamin D. But again, like we said, not too much vitamin D, right? And bottom line is, what we do know is that vitamin D plays a crucial role in your cat's health and that your cat, contrary to rumor your cat cannot absorb it from the sun or produce any oils that they lick off their fur and ingest and maybe getting extra vitamin D right <laughs> that's not cats love to lay in the sun because it's warm and it Feels good, not because they're absorbing vitamin D. And also, like us, you know, vitamin D can affect mood too. You know, when we have a deficiency of vitamin D, just kind of feel lethargic, we don't feel good, low energy, that kind of thing. That can also happen. So, if you're not sure whether your cat's getting the right amount of vitamin D, always talk to your veterinarian, right? And your vet's going to help you figure out whether your cat would benefit from a supplement or not. And read those labels and you can always email um, the manufacturers, the food manufacturers. They respond very well. I email them all the time and ask them different things. If I can't find specific nutritional information I'm looking for on their websites, then I just reach out and email them and they're always very, very, very happy to, to respond and help you. So if you can't find it and you're questioning the brand of food that you feed, how much vitamin D it actually contains, then reach out and email them. So thanks for tuning in with me today. Apologize my handsome husband and co-host Dewey couldn't be with us today. He'll be back, I promise. And you can help us out by going to our store. We have some fun 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 new stuff at the store we have this new fishing pole it's an actual fishing pole and it's so funny i had to have my grandson show me how because i'm not a fisherman show me how to do it he was laughing at me (laughs) he's like you have to release the button to make it cast it was very funny anyway check it out it's a quality you know kid fishing pole with a cat toy on the end it's super fun doesn't get tangled up and pico and my grandson had amazing time playing with it and uh, I'll post some video of that soon on our social media. So watch for that. Anyway, head to the store. All proceeds of anything you purchase in the store go to benefit Cat Behavior Solutions, which is the nonprofit that this podcast, Cat Talk Radio, is actually a part of. So everything goes to support the nonprofit. And by the way, we don't take any salaries out either. Believe it or not, Dewey and I volunteer to do this silly show for you, and I hope you're finding a lot of value out of it. I hear from a lot of you, and you certainly share that you do, and I appreciate that. And if you have any ideas, like Karen does, for upcoming podcasts or questions or things like that, like she sent in, be sure to email them to me, because they do inspire me to to do more podcasts. And you can do that by emailing molly at cattalkradio.com. And it's M-O-L-L-Y, not I-E, M-O-L-L-Y at cattalkradio.com.
0: Again, thanks for tuning in today. And until next time, keep calm and purr on. You can be a cat lifesaver by helping to keep us on the air. In the U.S., about 10 cats per hour are euthanized in shelters due to behavior issues through this educational radio show behavior consultations seminars and articles cat behavior solutions intercepts cat behavior problems in the home reducing the number of cats who are surrendered to shelters make a donation at catbehavior solutions.com that's catbehavior solutions.com And pick up a few tips and tidbits for your cat today. Visit cattalkradio.com and look for The Behavior Shop. Thanks for tuning in to Cat Talk Radio. Please join your host, Molly DeVos, for another episode of the program on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, Go make a connection with your feline friend.